0: This
1: is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins.
0: So let's look at Buffalo at Detroit. The Bills are favored by nine and a half. I don't see the value on the money line at minus 450. I guess if you just want to tell people you're, you're right on your picks, I don't know how much money right you will be. Uh, the Lions are plus 350 on the money line, total of 54 and a half. This is the early kickoff, and this is the game that I call where you sit in the living room if you're going to someone's house for Thanksgiving, the food isn't exactly ready, ready, but you can smell everything and you're determining, at least in the past, how bad is Detroit going to lose in this game? So <laughs> is, there, is there any play that you, you might have in this game or angle that you see in this game that you'd play, Kate?
1: Well, I'm a little nervous for this game because I am cooking um, Thanksgiving dinner, lunch, whatever you want to call it, tomorrow nice. with my brother-in-law. At his house, and uh, they don't have a TV in the kitchen. Hmm? So I'm not going to be able to watch this game. I might have to set up my computer or something, stream it. I don't know. But when you look at the lines in this game, the lines, not the Lions, um, <laughs> the the Bills at minus nine, that's a huge number, especially in the NFL. I mean, that's a lot of points, but I feel... I lean towards taking the bills Their Their run game finally got going a little bit last week against Cleveland after it's been a pretty non-existent all season. And then if you look at the bills defense and what they've done against top running backs this year, I mean, they held Nick Chubb to one just under one and a half yards per rush, which was his lowest since 2018. So their run defense against these top running backs is pretty good. And look what the Lions did last week. Jamal Williams, um, three rushing touchdowns. And that was their whole offense. Now, I mean, they did put up what 31 points, but that was kind of give the ball to Williams, let him go to work. And so I just wonder how the Lions are going to handle going up against a defense like the bills.
0: Yeah. I'm with you on that nine and a half. That's such a big turkey leg, you know, like like, yeah. did you put something more in this turkey than just what was in it in the store? And and, and yeah. I gave it. Vegas is kind of juicing you up to say, because it's so tempting with the Bills because you know they can put points on the board. So mm-hmm. I think I would stay away from the spread portion because it just feels like, th- because the Lions have put points on the board, this isn't your putrid Lions from a couple right. of years ago where you're like, hey, if they can get to 14 points, that would be impressive. They've won three in a row. Dan Campbell has this team with energy. And I wonder if there's a bit of psychological advantage that the lions have saying they've been living in our house for the last week. And now Mm -hmm. we, we, we have to show a little better. So if there is a play I do like is the over at 54 and a half, I think this is going to be one of those higher scoring games, maybe 35, 24, putting it somewhere around 59 points where, um, that nine number at 25 points, you know, like, oh, my gosh, you, you might be biting your nails at nine and a half, knowing that this game, while being a high-scoring game, may be right at about nine points. It could go ten. That's why it's such a tempting number, but it's just too big of a number for me to stay away from.
1: I like that because the Lions' red zone offense has also been great since, what, it was week nine, the past – Three weeks. I mean, they're scoring in the red zone almost 70% of the time. So they get down there, they can punch it in. Um, Also, I thought it was very interesting that last week, because the Bills played in Detroit because of the snowstorm, they asked to be put in the visitor's locker room. That way they (laughs) could get familiar with, Uh, you know, playing at Ford Field, the same sideline they're going to be on this week. Just all of that psychological stuff that goes into these games that, you know, the average fan doesn't think about. But that gives me a little bit more comfort in thinking that, like, okay, Buffalo's been here the last two weeks. They're more comfortable. Maybe their offense gets going a little bit more. So I, I totally agree with you. I think the over would be the play here and stay away from the side.
0: I'm sorry. Buffalo is such the training wheels team of the NFL. We need a new <laughs> rule for overtime. We're in a snow town, but we can't play in the snow, even though it snowed in Detroit. You know, it's just, I, yeah. I, I'll get into it when the Patriots, but as a Patriots fan – I just see all these things that Buffalo.
1: Yeah, they get their hand held. All
0: right. That total is already (laughs) up a full point. The second game, this is the one where you've eaten and now you potentially have taken a second plate to the seat off of the table is the Giants at Dallas. So this is going to be a great game. Both teams are fighting for that number one wildcard spot and potentially how the Eagles look they've been slipping a little bit this is a very important game Giants looked incredible last week I'm sorry Gi- Gi- Dallas looked incredible last week we Giants slipped to the Lions Cowboys are a nine and a half point favorite what is going on with this wishbone number of nine and a half Giants plus 310 four, minus 400 if you're on the Cowboys total of 45 and a half the game kicks off at 430 Cowboys open the line at eight it's up a point and a half to minus one and a, uh, to minus nine and a half. And that's up from a full point of plus 44 and a half on the total. I think the Cowboys right now may be the scariest team. In fact, on my WEEI show just last night, I said, hey, watch the odds for the Cowboys to win the entire thing. I never thought it would come out of my mouth. But if you look at how the Cowboys and, and what the, the upper echelon of the NFC looks like, I would put their defense against every single one of those teams, especially playing the Eagles a third time. In this game, do you? Is here we are at this nine and a half number? Do you think this number is too big, or what? What? What are your thoughts on this line here for the Giants Cowboys? It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle.
1: I hate, these, I hate these numbers. My, I mean, minus nine, that's like, it's just it's just a lot in the NFL. With yeah. the way the Cowboys' defense has been playing, which you saw them do to Minnesota last week, I think it's a fair number, especially with the way the Giants have kind of been struggling these last couple weeks. They lost to Seattle, beat Houston, and then obviously lost to Detroit last weekend. So they're fumbling a little bit. And not that the Giants have had luck this season. Like, they've been a good football team early on. But things are starting the wheels are kind of starting to fall off a little bit for new york where for dallas things are only starting to get better and the cowboys offense is back at full strength you have micah parsons on defense and you saw what he did to Kirk cousins last week cousins wasn't allowed to do basically anything on offense with parsons coming after him so when you get daniel jones who's finally thrown an interception last week Maybe some of those start to come with a little bit more pressure coming at him from Parsons and this Cowboys defense. So I think this is a game where I would lay the nine with the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, I'm with you as well because at first you're like nine and a half, but because the Giants are very you, Daniel Jones to throw for over 200 yards, you really it, it's a it's a rarity. You're really okay. your offense is just Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones, and it all lies in the run with Micah Parsons and the rest of that defense just getting after the Giants, it might be a bloodbath in the, well, well, it used to be called the metal lands, but just a bloodbath. And I think the Cowboys are on this mission where they know that they can beat anybody in the NFC. I think really in the NFC, it's going to come down to the Cowboys and the 49ers. And if -hmm. the Cowboys feel like, Hey, look, if we can't catch the Eagles, we've got to beat our, the rest of the opponents. We've got to beat the commanders and the Giants uh, pretty badly. so if, if you're not feeling the nine and a half because it's such a high number, I do like the under of 45 and a half, even though that number has gone up. I just don't see where the Giants can provide that total, right? Do you really see the Giants getting over 17 against this defense and, and still the Cowboys winning by almost 10. So I, I can't see how the Giants can even cover, but again, these divisional games can be kind of tricky where you just don't know what may happen, at least coming on on the line, on on the perspective of the line. All right, this is the Daily Tip. Oh, go ahead.
1: No, I was just gonna say, I mean, the Giants have already lost to the Cowboys once this year, so a little bit of a revenge spot for the Giants if they wanna prove a point, but to your point, don't think it's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, I don't think they have the talent to pull off the the revenge. Um, But the big one for me, Thursday night, Thanksgiving, New England at Minnesota, Patriots a plus 120 if you want to go that way Vikings a two and a half point favorite minus 145 Ah, there's some value there total of four uh, 42 and a half 820 kickoff Vikings down a half point from three so do you think the Kirk Cousins prime time curse might be baked in of why the number has come down from three to two and a half?
1: That's a great point. I didn't even think about that when looking at this game. But, yeah, he is not very good in prime time. So, you kind of have to factor that in. And it's not just that he's, like, not good a couple times. Like, historically, really not good. Uh, The Vikings coming off of a really bad loss, though. uh, Good bounce back spot. Uh, But the Patriots defense, what they did last week to the Jets, if they do anything somewhat similar to that uh, against Minnesota this week. Again, Kirk Cousins is gonna struggle. He struggles against uh, top defenses. So I don't know. I'm in Minnesota this week for the holidays. I know some people who are just skipping Thanksgiving, you know, kind of all together and just going straight to the game, doing their turkey yeah. tailgate, all of that. So the atmosphere in Minnesota is gonna be great for this game. I, I don't know, The Vikings just worry me a little bit.
0: So my, my play would be straight ticket, Packard, I mean, straight-ticket Patriots. Here's why. Um, after the Vikings laid that egg against the Cowboys and that dominant defense, the Patriots have a dominant defense as well. And if they can get to Kirk Cousins, what the Vikings do best walks right into what the Patriots do best. So Bill Belichick with a struggling offense, and we talk about this all the time here in New England, is, look, the defense is covering all the sins for this putrid offense for the Patriots. But if the Patriots can get the game ugly, even if you think Vikings-Bills game, which was the most exciting game of the year so far, it was also the most disastrous game for Kirk Cousins with about seven minutes left in that game. So if if Bill Belichick can take that defense with a Matthew Judon, and those defensive backs and the special teams are there and can make it a difficult game for Kirk Cousins. If you're looking at a game that's 14-10, which would be a joke to a lot of us in New England because they're like, when did the Patriots get the touchdown? And that's going to be a concern. That's the offensive concern. But if the Patriots can keep this game low and ugly, 14-10, 14-12, and there's still seven minutes in the game, then that's where you may see... Old-school, regular, prime-time Kirk Cousins just give one up early, and I like the Patriots to win this one outright, so maybe you look at them at plus 120 on the line.
1: For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the Beck QL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.